Ultra. My name is Kyle. Welcome in Superdope Plus Ultra. Sometimes it's Dragon Ball Superdope. Sometimes it's other stuff too. Right now it's Superdope Plus Ultra. My name is Kyle. I already said that. This today with me is Feds. Hello, Feds. Hello, Kyle. Just the one Feds, though. Just one Feds. You left your brother at home. Yeah. He's being an asshole. So we said, you are grounded. <laughs> and now he's grounded. But yeah. we brought in a replacement player. Player? Player. Podcaster? Player three. This is your first. <laughs> player three has entered the arena. Uh, player three, Michael Imondi. Yo, yo. Hello, everyone. We gave your first and last name. It's only right. Can't hide from this shit. Nope. Pretty soon, yeah. Google Translate is going to be transcribing podcasts for search results. And the fact that I use your first and last name right now means you boned. Anytime, puts, anytime somebody puts in your name into a search engine, you boned. Did I just make you guys really paranoid about everything you've ever recorded? No. Oh. I wish I had. I'm trying to share that pain with somebody else. No? All right, fine. Nobody wants to share my pain. No. Fool us. So, Mike, you're not really an anime dude, but uh, you're just passing through the neighborhood, so we made you watch some anime. Yep. And uh, we're going to be talking about episodes 78 and 79 of My Hero Academia today. Uh, 78, Smoldering Flames, and 79... Win those kids' hearts. So 78 is kind of like a second, uh, I don't know, a little bit of a cleanup arc for overhaul, but also seems to be uh, planting some seeds for the coming arc. And picks up with Gran Torino and what's the dude's name? Sukayuchi? Yep. Or is that the guy from Death Note? Nope. All right. I did it right? Yep. Did it right. Sukayuchi, uh, detective, <laughs> captain, detective. Detective. Him and Gran Torino are uh, going out to the woods. Yeah. The mountains. The forest. A heavily forested area in search of the warp gate uh, Kirigiri of the League of Villains. Now, I'm glad that this conversation takes place because they're like, man, if we can just take down this Kirigiri guy, League of Villains is just going to come tumbling down after him. And I've been saying that same thing since the beginning. Man, that Kirigiri is a real pain in the dick. They could just capture him. The rest of those guys wouldn't even be so scary. The idea that they could just teleport wherever they want doesn't make me feel great about him. <laughs> so he's out in the woods by himself for some reason in broad daylight. Not too many people out there have seen him, but four different people, because it's just like a not very heavily populated area, but four different confirmed reports. So pretty good intel that he's out there kicking it in the woods for whatever reason. They go out there, Gran Torino, perfect guy suited for this because he sees him he's in there he fast got him on the ground what's his uh quirk called uh acceleration i believe i thought it was like jet something jet engine no that's Ida. oh yeah maybe it should be like ass kicking jets or something i don't know he's just so quick he's and, quick man and he pounces and pins kirigiri and kirigiri's out there for a reason unbeknownst to us and he alludes to all for one and how he has uh i don't know how should we say it like multiple children quote unquote yeah quote unquote so like tomer shigaraki isn't the only one he saved as a child and he's got like these other little projects out there just kind of hanging out yeah in the woods <laughs> amongst the trees unbeknownst to everyone else harvesting the, nuts and berries I mean this guy's just knocking over mountains so I don't know how the fuck you wouldn't be able to see him 
I guess he was really hard to find. Gear Geary said he was there for like four fucking days. Well, must be very. Open up your fucking eyes, people. Must be, he must be very still. It's very quiet. Maybe he just sleeps for like three, four days at a time. I don't know, but it's soon revealed that the guy that Kira Geary is out there looking for, the one that all for one saved at a certain point and said, hey, Shigaraki ever gets into trouble, you can call on to this big dumb motherfucker and he'll help back you up because... He's strong as fuck. And he's huge. Like, he's literally... He's ginormous. He's a force of nature. Walking disaster. Giant rock dude. And he's got a really weird, like, radio hanging around his neck. Yeah, he's like fucking flavor flavoring it with a radio and shit. So we to believe that this, uh... <laughs> this big quirked mountain sized man is maybe uh a little bit simple. Yeah. Yeah. I mean Like Hulk Smash simple. Yeah. Oh. Perfectly <laughs> navigated feds. That could have gone man. so terribly south so quickly. I'll suck it. Meanwhile, back at the school, everyone's recovering. Uh everyone's injuries are more or less uh taken care of by recovery girl save for uh togata he's still gonna be in the recovery room mirio togata and eerie yeah uh eerie is still under the uh supervision of the doctors she's got the fever she's got the fevers and the only prescription is to stay under the further supervision of medical professionals (laughs) it's not really a prescription but you know doctor's orders so yeah i think it's about as close as a prescription we can get given the circumstances anyway Deku needs to go visit Mirio Togata, and he's real worried because he knows not only did he just get his ass whooped by overhauling that last fight and very nearly died, he also has permanently lost his quirk. And this is going to be like the first opportunity that Deku has to talk with him about it. That's not directly in the face of like immediate death and danger. Mm-hmm. They have a minute to like talk and let it sink in. Yeah. So Deku gingerly approaches the door, knocks on it, opens it up, expecting to see, like, you know, a defeated, broken Togata, like, dead in his hospital bed or whatever. Nah. Not the case. Nah. That dude is up in his bed with, like, his broken ribs or whatever, just doing uh, candlestick kicks. Mm-hmm. Is that what those are called? I think so. They're like high- those were, like, higher than bicycle kicks, so, like... Is this some, like, Jack B. Nimble shit? Jack, be quick. Yeah, you know, Togata's doing the candlestick kicks. The candlestick kicks, man. I'm pretty sure that's what they're called. Yeah, sure. If they're not... That's what they should be called. Now that's what they are called. Oh, even better. I've willed it to be. Okay. Word. We're on the same page. Word. So the fact that he's rehabbing immediately <laughs> and just working toward, I guess, like he says, to Deku. Um, Night Eye's already seen the future. He already knows that I'm going to be... He's you know, like... A great hero. A fine hero. The finest hero anyone's ever seen. Finest of them all. He's like, so now that that has been foreseen for me, all that's left for me to do. Just work. Just get back to work. I'm whooping ass. And he does mention that hopefully Eerie will get to a point where she'll be able to rewind him back to when he has a quirk. So that would be phenomenal. Oh, well, I was going to say. That would be super dope. <sighs> super dope. Super dope. No, you fucking ah, you <laughs> fuck. All right, 
Yeah. Anyway, he's gonna get rewound. It's gonna be dope. All right. It's fucking done. It's done. Uh, all right. Now that I've told you how to deliver the proper super dope, uh, Mario tells him that maybe Eerie will be able to rewind him back to a point where he's got a quirk, and that would be super dope. There you go. And damn, that was so perfect. I didn't even mean for that to happen like that. And. Deku obviously feels a tremendous amount of guilt. I'm not exactly sure why. I was hoping he'd kind of respond with some hope to that, but yeah. he seems to go the other way and just be like, oh my God, maybe it's because he knows that maybe Iryu will never get the ability to rewind the cork or be able to control it to True. that point or something, but quickly feels enough guilt to be like, what if I could give my quirk to you? And everything we've been talking about since Mirio first came into play, really, the idea of him being maybe the more suitable suitable like why likely uh better i guess just straight up better the fact mm-hmm. that he has a quirk to contribute and deku comes with nothing outside of his tr- tr- tremendous amount of will <laughs> and you know his want to be strategery strategery uh yeah you take a look at both of those things side by side and i think it's pretty obvious that mirio is the guy who should have had the quirk so We've been making that likeness and uh, we've been making that comparison rather. And we've had Night Eye go so far as to say that Mirio should have been the one to have it. Mm-hmm. And today we, we have that moment where Deku says, yeah, you are the one that should have it. Let me give it to you. Give it to my paper. But Mirio's like, no, <laughs> no, that's going to cause you some trouble, right? Well, fuck all that. I don't want your quirk. I'm just going to work. You're Deku the hero. That's dope. Mm-hmm. See, that was okay to say just dope. I didn't have to say super dope. You know why? Why? It wasn't super dope. It was just kind of understood. Now that Deku is checked in with Mirio, he's on his way back to the dorms when him and Kirishima get picked up by the police. That's the police. It's the police. Got to go down for some uh, additional questioning on everything that happened in the last however many episodes, 10, 15 episodes. And they go down and they stay there for what like the better part of eight to ten hours or something yeah something stupid like that just doing paperwork and answering questions we don't really see any of it take place cuts back to nighttime they arrive back at the dorms and all of the students are reunited for the first time since the beginning of the arc that's a special moment yeah you could tell uh, that there was a lot of genuine concern from all of their classmates and Ida real quick to be like boy brings it in and uh i just i wanted to mention it because i love the moment so so much is his whole thing ida you know tells everybody to chill the fuck out because they just went through this crazy Crazy experience yeah they they should rest they should you know get to their brooms and just you know everybody get out of their faces they've just had some of the most traumatic possibly life-changing experiences they're ever going to have in life and deku thinks back to mirio and in the hospital bed, too, we kind of glazed over it. One of the lines that Mario says is, you know, I'm just going to keep smiling. And uh, that's what Night Eye always told me to do. That's a Night Eye would have wanted. And I got to do that for Eerie. And Deku has a flashback to him saying that. Just got to keep smiling for Eerie. And he's like, yo, Ida, it's fine. Lay off, bud. And he just puts on his smile just to be like, yeah, no, everything um, that I did go through was really life-changing or whatever but it's cool not only is it cool but like it was also life-changing for these people to have been connected to us on the outside of it like they just went through their own amount of stress or whatever true and what it truly means to be a hero is to always be there for other people and 
you know, he's there to uh, help alleviate whatever stress that they felt while their friends and classmates were out there fighting against professional villains and criminals and all that. So, just wanted to point that out, Deku. You're the real MVP. And you are best boy and you are worthy. And Miro Togoto will be fine. He's already back to doing candlestick kicks despite his broken ribs. Fear not, sweet boy. You will be the world's greatest hero. Oh. It's wishful thinking. They all go to bed. And you see the respective students who had a part in the arc all kind of like just reflecting on things. Achako's having a tough time with... uh, the fact that Night Eye died basically in her arms. In her arms immediately after Fucked she up. lifts him up after the Indeed. out of the pit. Um and they're all just having a genuinely tough time adjusting. And Deku says this fucking line. He's like, So much had happened in such a short amount of time. No, too much had happened in such a short amount of time. And I'm like, Yeah. Yeah, it did. Exactly. <laughs> too much too much fucking happened. And here I am. On February 1st, with probably another, what, eight episodes left in the season? Why couldn't you guys have just paced it a little bit better, man? It's not like you had to meet the end of the overhaul arc at the end of the season. Like, you you had the ability to keep going with it and transition out of this season to set up for next season however you wanted. Why did you give it to us like that, man? I'm really, really mad with the overhaul arc, man. So many great fucking moments just like vomited on you all at the same fucking time you don't have time to breathe any of them in and appreciate them for what they are because you immediately have to move to the next scene or the next flashback or the next character or the next battle if there's still another eight episodes here i guess seven after today's but there's still another seven episodes why not just take the time and do it right because not that i'm a not that I'm um, not enjoying what we're seeing here in 78 and 79. It seems to be a little more, you know, slice of life e kind of stuff, which I'm a fan of and My Hero does really well. And 79 is fucking hilarious because little kids are buttholes. But um, if you had the extra time, just I'd rather you guys have taken the extra time. Okay. Just take the extra time, man. Studio Bones, hear my cry. He said, bumper the brakes. There you go, Mike Amandi, getting yeah. that word. Yeah. Uh, so that's more or less the end of 78, except we're going to the provisional licensing exam makeups for Bakugo and Todoroki. Yep. And Aizawa's not taking them because Aizawa's basically dad now to Eerie. So he's unavailable. All Might and Present Mike are taking these two boys to their licensing makeup exam. About fucking time. Yep. We got the emo Todoroki, who's seeming more emo than ever. And uh, fiery old Bakugo, seeming as uh, annoyed as ever. And onward we go to episode 79. I wish that My Hero Academia had like fun commercial music like Dragon Ball does. Dun 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 dun. dun. Yep. So that way I could transition to the episodes like I do with Dragon Ball stuff. But. Fed is in the middle of watching Dragon Ball for the first time right now. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you give me a little update? Fed's a little uh, break up 78 and 79 by uh, 
what is it, the first 20, 30 episodes you're into? Yeah, I'm uh, at episode 33, I believe it is. Ah, 33. The number 34. Of, uh, the number of Larry Bird and Jesus. Somewhere in there. It's the I've watched the first two episodes of season two. Quote, unquote. Yeah. I'm loving it so far, man. Well, what's going on, man? You got to give us a little update on this. Because I know what's going on because I have oh, yeah. a problem with knowing numbers of episodes and stuff sometimes. Oh, right now, Goku just found the five-star Dragon Ball that uh, Colonel Silver and the Red Ribbon Army were trying to find as well. Those so, Red Ribbon fucks. Yeah. I was trying to steal They're the Dragon Balls. A bunch of balls. A bunch of bastards. Yeah, man. Bastages. They're capsules and shit. What took you so long to start watching Dragon Ball? I don't know. I Fuck. really don't have an answer. You fucked up. That's Man, the answer. I, yeah. Respect yeah. the honesty. Yep. Yeah. What took you so long? I fucked up. I fucked up. The end. You done fucked up now. What about you, Mike? Are you going to go home and watch uh, 700 episodes of Dragon Ball? Uh, if I want to throw my life away this winter, sure. Whoa. First of all, <laughs> wow. bud, that's time well spent not throwing your life away, okay? Second of all, I'm wait, just teasing. Which is almost over. It's February 1st today. Thank God. Yeah. January was like the longest fucking month ever, man. Yeah. Episode 79. Real quick before you get rolling on 79. Uh Uh-oh. What is this? Is this on like an application that I can watch like a Hulu or Netflix, the Dragon Ball? The Dragon Ball. The Dragon Ball. (laughs) is, yes. It is Um, on Hulu. Yeah. The Hulus. Do you have Hulu? I have the Hulus. Mm -hmm. Cool. It's in Japanese. You're going to learn some Japanese. Yep. You see some boobs, too. Yeah. Yeah, some winkies. <laughs> that's right. I called it a winky. Because that's what they call it. Oh or the wee wee. Uh, well, that too. Yeah. No, wee wee is the term that we hear a couple uh, of times. We'll, in, uh, we'll get there. In 79. Okay. It's a wee wee. It's a wee wee. It's not a wee wee. <laughs> this guy has five <laughs> wee wees. All right. Episode 79. Win those kids' hearts. Or, uh, you know, you know the Japanese word for heart, feds? No, what is it? You know the Japanese word for heart, Imandi? I know they went over this in the episode. Do I remember? No. Kokoro. Ah, uh, all right. Boom. Makes sense. K-O-K-O-R-O. Dandan Kokoro. Um, all right. Yeah. Two main things about this episode, because this doesn't make much sense for us to try to go in a linear fashion. All right. Because not much happens, let's be real. Except nah. kids are assholes, and all my endeavor are finally meeting up. Yeah, well... Not finally meeting up, but like they're having the talk, right? The talk, the talk. So episode seventy-eight ends with them bumping into each other as they get to the exam center. Endeavor's there, and he's like, "What's up, all mate? I need to talk to you." And I'm like, "How perfect is this? Oh boy!" And you know, we got a couple of the kids from what is it, Shinjetsu? Shin? Shin yeah. yeah, we fucked up there, huh? Yeah. Well. Uh, we do have a couple of the kids from Shink- Shiketsu. 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 And that's uh, Kami, Yorashi, and then that kid in the stands who I guess failed the test. Yeah. But wasn't able to do it again. His name's si- Saiji. Something like that. I, I, there's some real meta jokes going on with him that I like, but I'm not going to get too caught up in those kids because, I mean, I went back actually and watched the first uh, provisional licensing thing, whatever episodes those are, like yep. late 60s or something. Um, because I didn't remember these characters too, too well outside of Yorashi 
being an M. Bison looking motherfucker who has, <laughs> you know, whirlwind powers. Like, yeah. That was basically it. And even in those other ones, like his main thing is he didn't go to UA even though he could have. Uh, he had like the best uh, performance and recommendations, which puts him uh, potentially even in a higher bracket than Todoroki. Um, and Endeavor slighted him when he was a kid. Did I already say that part? Nope. Endeavor slighted him when he was a kid and said, man, I never want to be a shitty, uh, miserable, mean hero like that dude is. So those are like the main things that motivate Yarashi. And then Kami is a girl that she got gutted by Toga and deceived Deku in the middle of that match at some point. So we don't really know the real her. We know her as Toga in that form. Yeah. But the two of them, plus Bakugo, plus Todoroki, they're going to be joining in this provisional licensing re-exam. There's a few other kids there, too. I think there's like 11 people in total. Yeah. Seven of them get uh, put over to this other like actual test, but Gang Orca comes in and is like unimpressed with uh, their answers to some questions. And Gang Orca goes like, you know, full fucking drill sergeant for a minute and calling them turds and stuff. And Bakugo's like, first of all, I'm not a turd. I just love how calmly Bakugo tries to talk back to Gang Orca. It's like the one time in this episode where Bakugo's not yelling back at somebody and it's because Gang Orca would fucking like rip his arms off. Yep. Beat him upside the head. Pretty much. Oh, man. Uh, so he gets a disciplinary action. Uh, Shoto Todoroki uh, is told, is given a disciplinary action after he tells him that people as turds could be useful to the human race as fertilizer. Yep. Beautiful. Uh, some wicked fucking comedy in this one, man. So funny. Um, anyway, those are the disciplinary actions. Uh, those then amount to them having to do uh, a, a more difficult test i guess we could we could say than the ones uh the other seven kids are going to be doing True. yeah and what are those difficult tests mike i'm Andy? to win the hearts of kids fucking little butthole kids dude. little butthole kids dude a bunch w- of little shits w- yeah they are a bunch of little shits wicked hot <laughs> <laughs> winning kids is hearts is fucking hot hot as fuck those kids really were just a bunch of pricks though like you have to chill the fuck out. Aren't most kids. So I yeah. like I like that this class comes with like full on like social cliques. Like, you know, little groups of kids working together to do shit. It comes with a crying teacher. Uh it comes with a group of mean girls. It comes with that one I'm presuming uh rich kid who has some kind of telekinetic power who just stands against the wall and just talking shit telekinetically to, to people or even just with his mouth, just being like, You fucking old stupid kids. So I was kind of thinking this was a little bit of a throwaway episode watching it this morning at six o'clock in the morning when I woke up to take a piss and said, Oh my god, at six AM I bet you the new episode of My Hero Academia is available oh on the Funimation app. That's what you think about at six AM on a Saturday. <laughs> Yeah, I woke up to take a piss. I thought I didn't set an alarm. All right, I went to bed last night, okay. maybe around like midnight. All right, a pretty normal night. Went to bed fairly early, considering because what time did I play till ten last night? Came home, chilled for a couple hours. I was in bed by midnight. Woke up at six, had to take a pee, and then I was like, "All right, it's six. Oh my god, my hero!" And then I watched it. 
And now you know how most of my Saturdays go when My Hero Academia is airing new episodes. Which is every Saturday right Yep. Ain't you proud to beg? Yeah. So, now that you've made fun of me for my life decisions. Well, you brought that on yourself. Dude, I've been bringing it on myself for 25 <laughs> motherfucking years. All right. Glad you finally in the. <laughs> glad you finally joined in the party. He's in the know. Finally in the loop, guys. I guess so. I thought 79 was going to be mostly a throwaway episode with this whole kids versus adults thing and how kids are buttholes, right? Okay, cool. I really appreciate at the end of this episode how they set it up from like a psychological perspective of the kids. Yep. So these kids are very much developing um, hatred, I guess we could say, toward these four you know, student heroes trying to get their licenses who are just trying to win them over and get them to like them through these various ways. Uh, you know, it's, it shows that they, not only do they dislike them, but they're starting to hate them and then they're starting to think that they can rise up and defeat them defeat them yeah they're like these fucking adults and i'm thinking to myself like man kids will be kids but then i'm thinking back to like third grade i very clearly remember having teachers in elementary school where i'm like man this teacher's a fucking idiot but (laughs) i'm a kid not really anything i could do but like your imagination will kind of run wild like oh if i could just tell this teacher where to go and how to fucking get there I would be, she'd probably quit her job and blah, 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 blah. Right. And I'd be the coolest kid in school. Like, <laughs> you, I, I could understand having those types of fantasies as a kid. Never mind as a little kid with fucking Living superpowers right. who are still, you know, continuing to develop and discover them. Oh, man, that's a recipe for disaster. So if they genuinely feel that these older kids are just, you know, shit stains and not worth their time. And they're feeling empowered because, you know, maybe uh, they're hitting some early puberty or really starting to develop their powers earlier to whatever you want to look at it. This is going to be a legitimate fight. This is going to be 30 pissed off little kids versus, you know, four high schoolers. But would you rather do feds? Would you rather fight um, a horse sized uh, duck or a bunch of duck sized horses? <laughs> That's a tough one, man. Both have their disadvantages. Duck-sized horse or 30? No, no you horse, said uh, excuse horse-sized me, duck. Horse, one horse-sized duck or 30 duck-sized horses. 30 duck-sized horses. Yeah? Yeah. I think so, too. I'm also with a fucking beak as big as a fucking horse. Yeah. Yeah, they would think, be like horse head size. I have an irrational fear of birds. I mean, that's well documented <laughs> on this podcast, yeah. but Caw-caw. yeah, birds are gross and dirty, but I think maybe that would help me in this situation because I just get all jacked up on adrenaline and go running full force at that horse sized duck, jump at it like I've, like I just went to the Royal Rumble. I picked up some wrestling moves. I told you I'll fucking headlock that duck's slender little throw up in my arms and use the force of my body having been just propelled off the ground to break its head off its neck good luck with that boom I know how it turns out that sounds like some hardcore kung fu shit nah it's wrestling man I watched it 
<laughs> I know all about it now. Expert. Just saying, guys. If you guys hear about a wrestling podcast soon, <laughs> don't be surprised. So, I just like the fact that 79 does the service, to me anyway, of making this whole asshole little kids uh, rising up against the older people and trying to uh, solidify themselves as the adults in the room or the more superiors in the room. I like it. I like that it tied it all together. All right. And then the last piece of what we have to talk about today for 79, Endeavor and All Might finally got this discussion. How long has Endeavor been thinking about this? Who knows? But uh, now that he has been um, moved up, promoted to, I'm not really sure what that process looks like. If it's just like a I think it's just fact. default. Yeah. But uh, I mean, in a world without All Might, I want to know how heroes are ranked. Okay. That's true. Yeah. Because yeah. it's always been All Might's number one, high and above, up over here. Endeavor is on that fucking middle plateau, nowhere near All Might, but above pretty much everyone else. Yep. I want to see how like three through eight are ranked and how frequently they may or may not change spots in those rankings. Um. Anyway, how long has Endeavor wanted to talk to All Might about this? I'm assuming, I don't know, at least the last month because... Endeavor says, since you have, you know, retired, crime has gone up. I think he says 3%, 3%, 3% overall. Yep. And uh, he's like, I know that I have been whooping way more ass than I ever have in the past. I've been picking up a heavier load than ever before. Um, He's starting to see that the structures or the safeguards that hero society had in place in terms of like the reputation of a hero always being there to be able to save the day. Like all might had now that that's gone away, it's kind of crumbling a little bit. Um, it's kind of helping to, um, make it easy. I guess just helping to make it easier for villains to feel more emboldened and empowered to go out and do their crimes. Right. Right. And Endeavor's question to him is what does it mean to be, the symbol of peace. Now, it's a loaded question. Is it, man? I mean, when he asked the question the first time, I felt one way. When we watched it again just now, I felt another way. The first time I watched it, I was like, really? What does it mean? Like, you live in the world with All Might. I'm just a casual viewer to this world, and I understand what the symbol of peace means, what he means, what he stood for. Oh, yeah, yeah. What, um, Whatever, he inspired. I get that. How do you not get that, Endeavor? And I don't know that Endeavor will ever be in a position to replicate things the way that All Might did. Their personalities are just too different. Right. Imagine if Endeavor just started showing up to save people and he was like in a good mood and chipper no. as hell, smiling through his fucking fire mustache. No, that would be awful. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't. It wouldn't fit right. The juxtaposition there would not make me feel uh, too comfortable. So Comfortable. He needs to find his own way to do it, and that's what All Might had said to him. Uh, you need to figure out your own way in which to become a symbol. I don't know if he explicitly explains to him, like, yeah, this is how I was the symbol, and this is what I did, or whatever, but I feel like Endeavor's going to have to be a symbol in a way where he's going to have to somehow become more badass. Like, All Might could whoop your ass with a smile, right? 
Endeavor is going to show up with a frown pretty much regardless. So I feel like I, I maybe I was going to say he shows up and just like starts incinerating people. And he's like, Everybody, everyone know that suckers be warned. Fuck you. I'll burn you to death. Obviously, he ceases being a hero at that point, and that's illegal in this world. But yeah, he needs to be able to um, deliver a statement to villains that he, you know, arrests. And how does he? How does he do it? Like, how does he? How does he go out and make his own mark and say, "Hey, I'm, I'm the guy here. in charge now." How does he? Make, how does he have himself? his "I'm here" moment? Not even a moment. Maybe a moment, but how does he continue to reinforce it through his personality? True. Yeah. Like, he can't go that Mr. Positive, I'm smiling route all the time, obviously, because he's never smiling. So I would hope that he goes the John Wick route and just kicks the ever-living fuck out of everybody. That's my hope. Yeah. But legally, and puts them in jail afterwards, after he breaks their bones, just like a medium amount, not too much. (laughs) A medium amount? Yeah. He only breaks a medium amount of their bones, not all of them. Just some of them. Yeah. Just some that... um, Some vital ones. Not too much, not too little, just right. He'll break your femur and your little toes and your big toes. But he'll leave your three middle toes. But, man, you don't have your big toe or your little toe? You're going to be falling all over the fucking place. So much that I bet you'll fall over and crack your skull. And then when that happens, you'll say, that endeavor, he caught me again. I would also break thumbs, too. Mm. Yeah, imagine having to just like pick things up with your fucking index and middle finger nope. like this. Damn. Fuck that. You guys are cynical. <laughs> Two little chopsticks on my big fat hands. Can you hear this? Radio? No. Not me either. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess if I'm going to be a symbol of peace, I'm going to do it by punch people in the mouth before I send them to jail. But not just the one time, but you know, like 17 times. All right. That's how Endeavor can make his mark. Uh, so next week, we get to see the students whoop some boy little kid ass. Hopefully they do. I mean, they can't These just... These little kids look pretty strong, man. They do, but they can't just roll over and, you know, let them think that they're accomplishing something, because otherwise the kids will get real uh, power drunk and be like, fuck you. See? Now you are dead. Nope. That can't so, be the case. So uh, do I get invited to this Saturday event so I can see what continues next? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know what the hell is next Saturday. What's next Saturday? I don't know. Me either. February, what, 8th? Might be working. Sheet. We usually do this on Mondays. Yeah. We got to figure out a time to... I've got so much to record. (laughs) I'm, like, stressing out. The month of February is going to be a busy month. But you know what you can do to help me out? Me? No, not you, Feds. Fuck you, Feds. I'm talking to the listener. You know what you can do, Mr. Listener, to help me out? Just rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. Yo, we just had our best month in January 2020. Best month we've had since Dragon Ball Super went off the air. And when Dragon Ball Super went off the air, every motherfucker was listening to this podcast. Wow. Uh, numbers were great again this month. So thank you. If you're a new listener, we appreciate you. If you haven't left us a review yet, would super appreciate it because it helps other people find the show. You can go follow us on Twitter at DB Superdope One, Instagram at DB Superdope. There is no Facebook. You can call us up on the phone. 
Leave well, a voicemail. 401-213-9596. I don't think we've got any voicemails. I think Reese said he was going to leave one. I Fucking d- Reese. Yeah. We hope Australia's good, buddy. Uh, yeah. I don't think he did. If he did, Reese, uh, I can't listen to it right now. <laughs> I've reached my capacity. You've reached your voicemail box capacity? No, man. I've reached like capacity of my brain for oh. being able to process things oh. anymore. Obviously, oh, okay. I gave up about 15 minutes ago. If you didn't hear that, once you guys rewind back about 15 minutes, check the tape. You'll hear it. It's discernible. It's terrible. Again, I'm listening. I'm talking to the listener. I'm not talking to you. I know. Maybe I'm talking to Mike Amandi. Maybe. Mike Amandi, mm-hmm. how'd you feel about your first podcast? Not bad. Not too shabby. Yeah? What'd you I like mean, about it? It's cool. I mean, I had. I'm getting a lot of the backdrop of these uh, shows that you guys watch. And really seeing how like in depth it really is. Oh, um, dude. Oh, you have so no it's, idea. It's, it's kind of like as this podcast was progressing, it was really starting to like learn me and listen to you guys talk about this, and kind of get like a better understanding of what's going on in this universe that you guys are watching. So it's it's pretty cool. Know what I say? That's it. Go home I, and watch that shit, man. I say that. Uh, you're all a bunch of bests, but I'm gonna do it. I also say. I keep my ideas last laugh. That's how we should end the show from now on. No, absolutely fucking not. I yeah. hate that one. That is one of the worst ones. Jimmy is uh, almost all caught up too, actually, on My Hero. Wow. Yeah, he's uh, just about at the Deku Kachan fight. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's super close. Um, He sent me a video the other day. He's like... He didn't even send me the video. He sends me a message He's like, "Yo, fucking third season song sucks ass." I'm like, "Which one are you talking about?" He's like, "I don't know. It sucks though." I'm like, "Is it sorry noi tai ba?" He's like, "I don't know what the fuck that means." <laughs> Stop talking Japanese to me, Kyle. I'm like, "Send me the song. Send me like a YouTube link or something." And he like took a video of him watching it on his TV. He's like, "The song sucks." I keep my ideas less left. It's your favorite My Hero Academia song if you're deaf. Oh, we totally glossed over. New hero. Uh, new song. New My Hero Academia song today. What do you think? It's all right. It's not going to be it's blue and count. fucking Polaris. Yeah, man. That, that blue and count tune rolled. I listened to it like 50 times this morning. <laughs> I do not uh that's what I'm searching for here. I don't doubt that. That's that's what I was looking for. I bet you everyone thinks that I'm kidding when I say that. No, I know you're not kidding. Mm-hmm. I got problems, man. <laughs> we have the same clothes all the time, listen to the same songs all the time, eat the same food all the time, make the same fucking podcast every week. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is facts. Yep. That's right. facts. Thank you guys for listening. I think maybe we'll get some kind of Dragon Ball something. I've been playing some Dragon Ball Kakarot uh, this week. And uh, pretty tedious game. But maybe me and Jimmy and maybe Dan uh, will catch up on some of that stuff soon. Carlton's birthday was the other day. Happy birthday, Carlton. Uh, also, the same day he got his car stolen. Uh, happy birthday to you. Here's your car. It is stolen now. 
Uh, it was found the next day, which is good. But that's good. If you're the listeners, send uh, Carlton some positive vibes. We love you, buddy. Thanks for blowing me off again today. You get a pass, and I won't berate you because you again, again, your car got stolen. Um, all right, that's it. Rate, subscribe, thank you, all the things. Gonna raise my hand with the peace sign. Fuck a mighty watch an anime. <laughs> Bye.